Here we are, episode 266 of the Brew Chat Podcast, and as usual, it is brought to you by Riverside Wine and Spirits, located right there on Manufacturers Road. Get on down there. They will bring your order out to the car still for you. They're being safe and whatnot, and they do require masks indoors, as does, I believe, the whole county. Yeah? Okay. We're still a little quiet. I'll monkey with that in a minute. But, um... Yeah, anyway, Riverside Wine Spirits, get on down there. The Halloween is coming up soon, and then Thanksgiving, and then Christmas, or Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whichever of those you celebrate, they can supply booze for it, so get on down there and check that out. And Tommy will put you together a Brew Chat six-pack if you just show him what episode you're talking about. And then you can also get down there and get a six-pack to go along with our virtual Oktoberfest that is going to be on the 22nd with the Houston Museum at 7 o'clock. You can go down to Riverside. They'll give you a discount on a six-pack. And then it goes to, uh, if you get a ticket to watch the Oktoberfest, it goes to help the museum, and you can drink along with us. It's basically, it's not going to be just a podcast. They're going to be giving us some history into the steins that they have down there, some of which are uh, like 400 years old. Pretty cool. And then I've got a photo show down at Barley right there on MLK on November 14th. I believe that's going to be at 7 o'clock as well. Come on down, check out some of my work. And you can also... Pick up some of my work or check it out at Merchants on Main, along with some antiques, vinyl, just different uh, different little cool gift things they have down there. So go check those out. And we are here with Lisa Bohm from Brewski Beers. And so I'm going to hit our uh, boot up here and pour some beers. It faded out automatically. I think it did. When I was away the other week. Well, unless you pushed the button and then walked away. No. It was like 10 seconds after that. So I think it was just that. But anyway, yeah. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty good, Lisa. What, uh, yeah, what'd you give us here? You popped open a couple brewski beers. Yeah, so you're drinking the classic Pilsner over there. And then Jared here's got the American Pale Ale. I do. And I am sipping on my personal favorite. This is the Citrus Ski Infused Ale. Okay. Okay. Did uh, by chance did you bring more of these? Yeah, I got a cool. Okay, cool. And yeah. koozies. And Sweet. koozies. Yeah, y'all want some koozies? Yeah, Definitely. always. Uh, no, just so we can crack them open, so we can like all taste them. Which I guess okay. we can, you know, individually. But I'll just sip on the pilsner here. Yeah. We usually it's a little different. It's thrown me off my game a little bit. I feel. <laughs> uh. I'll have like three beers out here from Riverside, and then like where, while the theme song's playing, I'll pour them into the little glasses, put them on Susan, and spin them around, and it's uh, it's yeah. thrown me off a little. It bit. is, yeah, because now we all have different ones. Yeah, it's chaos. You've thrown this totally upside down. That's but I, do. I did notice you guys had flavor text on your website. Let's see here, this is the Pilsner. Oh, skipped it. It says. Uh, with a not-so-subtle note of awesomeness, our smooth-bodied, crisp Pilsner is perfect for any occasion. Brewed to style, this easy-drinking beer is the embodiment of America. <laughs> Drinks well with tailgating, grass-cutting, soaring on the back of an eagle, or overly competitive cornhole matches. I love soaring on the back of an eagle. It's 
It's one of my favorite pastimes. I've been looking for a beer to drink while I've been doing it. So I'm excited. I'm to try that one. It goes Turn. great in chili. Ooh. Yeah, I could see that. That's this is super, super crisp. This is what I wanted. Like, right before you guys got here, I cracked into uh, the Southern Grist. My brother brought me two Southern Grist Crowlers. And Southern Grist should really write on here what the fuck it is. Because I had one that said, my only... I guess I could have looked it up on Untapped. I could have done that, but that I shouldn't have easy. to. <laughs> I shouldn't have to. That's the point. It just said 5.4%, chop it up. So I had no idea what it was, and the other was 6%, some other stupid phrase on there. And I had no data to go on. I thought it was going to be a light beer, but it's a brown. It's not what I wanted. This is more in line with what I wanted, just something, something really crushable. For the record, the Chop It Up from Southern Grist is a pretty decent brown, apparently. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not bad. There's plenty more. Yeah, a mini tanker. Yeah, definitely not. You're really quiet, Jared. Yeah. That's what, that's what I, uh, I'll, keep, I'll keep rambling while you twist the nips over there. There you go. There you go. Oh, he's back. Yeah. Hey. You got a little confirmation noise there. Yeah, that's exactly on, what that noise was for. Yeah. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Dialed in. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so, yeah, tell us about Brewski a little bit. Yeah, so Brewski is still fairly new. So we've been out in the market for just over a year now. Uh, so Double Cola actually founded us and then made a daughter company, Cheers Beverages, and then that who actually, that's who sells Brewski. So right now we are using a contract brewer outside of St. Petersburg, and that is Three Daughters. And so they, uh, so right now, like you said, we have the Classic Pilsner, we have the Ski Infused Citrus Ale, and the American Pale Ale. And what's fun about the citrus is Double Cola actually uses their ski soda concentrate, and then they add it into the ale, so that's how it gets its citrus zest. Mm. Yeah, so that's definitely kind of what drives people towards it, especially in the Indiana, Ohio regions. Yeah, because it's a, it's a ski soda, is that? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and I've never heard of that down here, but somebody was telling me about that. It's apparently pretty big a little further north. Oh, yeah, it's... Yeah. Especially in St. Louis, where I'm from, people go crazy yeah. over it. Is it like a Sprite or? Uh, it's more comparable to a Mountain Dew. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's actually kind of what I thought. I at first thought it was more like a Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. but then somebody described it a little more as a Sprite. So. Yeah, it's kind of deemed as like the fancier Mountain Dew, if you will. Ooh. Yeah, okay. we like fancy. Okay. I do like fancy. And so the one you've got is a citrus This one? is the citrus, yeah. Okay, and that's got the... The mix for the yeah, the concentrate pop in, in there. there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got plenty more for you. Okay, okay. And Interesting. Then, uh, and then I have the All American Pale Ale. Treat your taste buds to a citrusy blend of hops and malt with our Golden Body Pale Ale. What do you get when our fruity aroma collides with a slight bitter profile? What do you get? Anyone? I was twisting knobs. I wasn't Delicious listening to beer. you, to be honest. Pure awesomeness, in all caps, according to the can. <laughs> Great marketing team. Yeah, love it. Yeah, the marketing is really dialed in. It's yeah. like very 70s. 
Oh, yeah, we yeah. definitely honed in on that retro feel with it. Yeah, yeah I like the simplistic can design. Sure, I do as well. When you got all a bunch of crazy stuff with, you know, untitled art and they're like can labels and all the crazy shit, like it's it's good to have something simple that yeah. actually like sticks out. With well, all and look at this consistency. Mm -hmm. I didn't notice the flavor text on the can. I was too busy reading it on the website. Mm -hmm. Same flavor text as on the can. Makes sense. You got to inform the people. That's right. Are ski beers, are they, let me look this up. Are they branded like 70s style too? The ski sodas? Or ski sodas, yeah. Uh, no, it's a little bit different. It's more like geometric themed with cool colors. Okay, but no, it's it's similar. Okay. Yeah. Or at least like the old ones were. It looks like there's a... Some vintage. Well, there was one in the... Yeah, wait, which one? See, like, this one is... Oh, yeah, that's definitely... I think that is an older one. They did a throwback and brought that out into the market, I believe. Okay. So it's green. <laughs> it's a green sodi pop. It's green. I have yeah. never had one of those before. Well, I'll bring you one. Yeah. They're very good. I wish we had thought to... <laughs> like yeah for me to ask you to bring some of the soda just so i could so i come from a beer background so it definitely threw me for one kind of going into the soda world as well so i'm still learning more about soda you know every day so but i'll make sure to swing some samples by all right yeah i mean what i don't is... normally drink a lot of soda but what would you say is the most will it hot me up oh yeah yeah <laughs> it'll get you going yeah <laughs> gets the people going <laughs> Uh, what what would you say is the most interesting soda factoid that you've learned since working with them? So, basically, the way soda runs, it's kind of reversed to the way breweries work. So, you have your manufacturer of your concentrate, and then they sell the concentrate to bottlers, and there's bottlers all over the place. So, my market, for instance, is Ohio, Indiana, I have Tennessee, and... Um, Ohio, Indiana, Tennessee, and Kentucky, sorry. And so in each place that I go to, they have their own bottler. So in those spots, they think that they made ski because they mm. have their bottling plant there. Oh. So I have to tell them, I'm like, no, actually, Chattanooga is the one that founded, you know, the concentrate. Yeah. So it's it's different for each area. But That is interesting. Well, yeah. it's like how Atlanta and Chattanooga both have the Coca-Cola claim to fame. Oh, yeah. But it's like, I think it was created in Chattanooga, or created in Atlanta, but Chattanooga was the first bottling plant. Okay. I think, or maybe reverse. See, I, it's I very know. confusing. I yeah. still, I'm still learning. Yeah. Every day. Well, who knows? Apparently none of us. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to get away from soda, but I can't. It's I still, I've switched to, uh, I've always liked a spur, like a Sprite mixed with water, but I recently oh. switched to 7-Up. Water? Water, yeah. Well, just to like, it's a little too <laughs> sweet, so I'm trying to bring down the sweetness. Okay. So what, uh, what uh, a buddy of ours. But I've switched uh, to 7-Up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a buddy, all natural. Yeah. Is 7-Up is all uh, natural? Allegedly, it says it on the bottle. Well, I'll definitely have to get yeah. you a ski then. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Get on that ski train. If it'll hot me up like some old school vault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go surge. With water. Yeah, you can come peel me off the goddamn ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Goes great with water. <laughs> our uh, our uh, buddy of ours, Russ, he has started mixing soda water with his soda, so it's still soda. It's not just water, mm -hmm. and it just like 
get, makes it a little more carbonated and a little less syrupy. So it just like changes the the ratio a little He's bit. He's just doing the fancy version of what I'm doing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when you but when you say like I just add water to it, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I guess like it could add water to whatever. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I, I, w- I've, I would never think of adding water to soda. Although I guess if you put ice in it, that's what you do with yeah. When ice is yeah, there, so I'm also putting ice in it. That's true. It's just I like it at that level when the ice is melted a bit and there's some water in there. So I'm trying to reattain that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Real to exciting. E- to each their own, I suppose. Real exciting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we tackle the hard issues here. But double cola, they're local, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old are they as a soda company? Uh, they've been around since 1933. Okay. Wow. What made them want to get, what, like, I mean, I get it, like, diversify and all that, but what made them want to get into beer? Just they, Did yeah. They just wanted to venture out. Yeah, because at least here locally, I remember when the brand first started cropping up, mm-hmm. and then I hear stuff through the grapevine, mm-hmm. and it's just like, Wait, soda company? Like, it just seemed way out of left field. Like, they woke up, and by the next Tuesday, they had a market going, or had a product going to market. It just seemed to happen very quick. And Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've only been with them for two months now, so I wasn't mm-hmm. there during the initial brainstorming. But I, from what I understand, that's kind of it. You know, you, you try your hand with different energy drinks and coconut waters mm-hmm. and, you know, what have you, and then you land on beer. Just, ah, fuck it. Let's just sell booze. It makes sense. What? I guess it's surprising to me. It's different from the other stuff a little bit because um, beer, I assume, I mean, at least on the bar end of things, you've got a lot more hoops to hoops to jump through. Like law-wise, yeah. you've got to get permits and stuff to be able to. Yeah, especially in Tennessee, from mm-hmm. my understanding. Yeah. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I'm from St. Louis where anything goes. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, I mean, distribution is totally fucked around here just like uh like i was saying i work for big river and we brew our beer downtown but i work at hamilton place so we're not able to just brew beer downtown and take it to hamilton place it has to go up to knoxville first to the to the distribution facility and then back down what yeah it's it's horseshit. i think you all could legally self-distribute here in town though i don't know look into that Hutton and Smith drives their shit around. Yeah, Odd Story does. Yeah. If that's still going on, I'm going to talk to somebody and see if, because that would, that would that, that's, a that's not even like a money. COVID thing. That's yeah. just like a, that law got passed. I don't know. Which, if you moved here recently, then I don't know. It's not the dark times anymore. Mm-hmm. When we first started this podcast, though, we didn't think it was weird at the time. But when you look back on it, those are some weird times. We yeah. couldn't get beer that was more than 6%. I think 7.1 was technically it. Mm-hmm. And then anything uh, 10.1 above was high gravity, and you had to buy at a liquor store. But I don't even think they... There was something about where they couldn't even quite sell it. Like, we had to go yeah. to Beverage World for a bunch of shit. Oh. And then uh, you couldn't buy it on Sundays. could get wine or anything in grocery stores. Well, yeah, isn't there still in. a wine cutoff on Sundays? Yeah, you can't get wine yeah, on Sundays. Yeah, I'm trying to go late night Sunday. That's Which when I like is to strange. Drink my wine. You can get right. beer, but not until after like 11. Yeah. On after, Sundays. After you get out of church. It's just a yeah. day of the week. Like, when most churches, you're still in church at that time. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, 
I feel like anybody going at the time is, I don't know, maybe it's to be like, oh, if you're here buying booze, you shouldn't be, so you can't go to church. <laughs> go to church. That's where you should be right now. I guess that's the mindset there. But yeah, it, uh, it was some dark times a couple of years ago. I'd never quite thought about it, but yeah. Well, and then there was the whole distribution change, the yeah. Cherokee Carter swap, <clears throat> and then they were clearing out their facility, mm-hmm. and everything on the shelves was like two or three years old, past mm. its sell-by date, mm. and we were just getting shit beers. Yeah, they were supplying us with beers, and we were like, okay, yeah, let's talk about this, and it tastes like days. crap because it's five years old. Yeah. There was a lot of that stuff. There was a lot. There for like four or five months. It was really dark. I'd forgotten about those days. Mm -mm. Nearly. But how does it work with a soda company? Since distribution is totally different, but then you've got you're adding beers into the mix and that's alcohol and you gotta have Uncle Sam getting his cut and are you guys self distributing here locally or No, we use Tennessee Crown. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you came from St. Louis, you said, right? Yep. What did you, you said you did something similar out there? Yep. So I worked for Schlafly Beer for five years there. Mm-hmm. I like Schlafly. Beer. Yeah. So I, within that, I was a sales rep. I worked in accounting. I helped with marketing. Mm-hmm. I was the admin assistant. I kind of did it all. So it was a fun job. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. good beer out of St. Louis. Yeah. 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 yeah Tons. Yeah. Tons. And they keep popping up. Voters some of your favorite places back there? Um, well, big fan of Urban Chestnut, of course. Uh, Perennial. Um, Four Hands is great. I mean, Schlafly is the best, though. Oh, yeah. That's we get Four two. Hands here. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, Four Hands makes wine, too? No, they made some crafted cocktails. Okay. Mm. Possibly have, wine. At Big, Ri- at Big River, we have a Four Hands... I think it's a Merlot, so I don't know. It's got like horses on it. Oh, that's fourteen hands. That's fourteen hands. Mm-hmm. You're right. You are absolutely more right. hands. More hands. Mm-hmm. I think that has to do with like the horses, because like you measure them in hands. <laughs> Did you know that? That's a real thing. Wait, oh. what? <laughs> you measure what... horses in hands? Yeah. Back like uh, when measurement. You can you can double check my <laughs> double check my facts right. on this. But no, yeah, I might call uh, back in the here. back in the day when measure before measurements were standardized, uh, it would be the measurement of the size of the king's hand, and that's like. But the king's a, hand. If you was... have a fourteen hand horse, that's like fourteen hands. So I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like wide or tall or long or whatever it is, but yeah, I think no, that, I'm pretty sure that's that. I'm pretty no. sure that's true. Hand, an ancient unit of length, now standardized at four inches, and used today primarily for measuring the height of horses from the ground to the withers, four, four top inches. of the shoulders. Uh, the unit was originally defined as the breadth of the palm, including the thumb. So it's. So it's just this ah, guy. It's, it's this way. It's okay. from it's from like the knuckle of your palm to the bottom of like where you'd karate chop with. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That part. Well, of that's gonna come in handy. Yeah. Right. Mm. That's why if you're gonna throw hands. Throw, yeah. Throwing all. Four and then teams. you measure engine power and horses. Yes. None of this makes any fucking no, sense. No, not not at all. <laughs> Thanks. Which I've heard that one horsepower isn't actually equivalent to one horse. There's no way. Because I feel like one horse has at least like 15 horsepower. Then why call it that? 
don't know. Ask okay. Google. Ask Jeeves. He might know. I haven't asked Jeeves anything ask in a Ask Jeeves long could time. thrive right now in the day <laughs> of the digital assistants. Yeah. It was way ahead of its time when you think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you literally had a butler named Jeeves and it hey, had Jeeves. a little robot device. Uh, what was I asking this thing? Horsepower? Horsepower. How much, how much horsepower does a single horse have? Is my question. Or your question. Okay, well. How many horsepowers? How horsepowers? <laughs> <laughs> One horse equals. How many horsepowers does a horse has? An average horse achieves a maximum of just under 15 horsepower at a sprint. I am what? two for two right yeah. now. Oh, While yeah. a human at peak production achieves around five horsepower. Hmm. Interestingly, a horse exerting one horsepower can lift 330 pounds of coal 100 <laughs> feet per minute. Well, that's good to know. 33 pounds of coal 1,000 feet in one minute. Or 1,000 pounds. You get the idea. A thousand um, pounds of coal in what? Thirty-three minutes. And a human running achieves one whole horsepower. Huh. Well, <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Oh. So, like a like a rickshaw. No, five horsepower is a human. Okay, so yeah, like a rickshaw has five horsepower. It's just one dude yeah. like, pulling a cart. Yeah. Like, okay. I then am, you throw that on a horse and it's a wagon. Right. Well, and then you've got 15 horsepower. Yeah. It's triple. It's good to know. Huh. I just huh. want to point out once again that I am two for two on my equestrian knowledge of random facts today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty pleased with that. <laughs> Nobody else has to be. You were a jockey in a past life. I was. Maybe. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know about my hands and my horsepower. <laughs> Uh, how's uh, it been? You said you've been working for them for about two months. You moved here during COVID? Yep. I wow. moved here in July. Were you just like, ah, fuck Corona? Um, Let's go check Chattanooga out. Yeah. So I've had my eye on Chattanooga for the past two years. Mm. And, you know, anytime I got close to making the move, I just kept getting pulled back. And, and really, it was my job. Mm. And finally, just with this year, it put everything into perspective and who fucking knows what's going to happen. <laughs> so yeah. I pulled the trigger and here I am. Yeah. And honestly, like, I feel like I have a success story out of this year. You know, I stayed employed the entire time. I've been doing what I love. I work for two great places yeah. and I'm living in the city that I love. So yeah. it all works out. What brought you to Chattanooga? Why did you want to move, move to Chattanooga? It's beautiful. Yeah. And my boyfriend lives here. Yeah. So. Is he from here originally? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's Chattanooga boy. Sweet. Yeah. It's a, I grew up here as well and it's a, I moved up to Nashville for a while and then I moved back, but it's like, I moved back just cause yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So he did a similar thing. So he's a musician. So they went up there, he and his band and they, I think they spent three years there and Mm -hmm. then just, you can kind of get sucked into Nashville and then. Like, we just need a yeah. change of pace. Nashville got weird while I was up there. Is that, uh, I don't know when he was up there. I went to MTSU, him being a musician. I don't know if he happened to as well. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I was at MTSU and, like, lived up there from, like, 2007 to 2012, I guess. Nashville went from what Chattanooga is now to, like, what Nashville is now. Mm-hmm. It was very weird to watch a city do that. Yeah. 
and I didn't like it, so I moved back here. Didn't plan on staying here, but then just, like, Chattanooga kind of came into its own because we didn't really have cool shit. I mean, we had cool shit, but it wasn't what it is now. When I first moved back here, you remember that, Jerry. That's right, when I got here. Yeah. yeah, of, like, where the strip downtown was, like, Taco Mac, the Big Chill right there, mm-hmm. um, Panera Bread, and... Yeah, uh, a bunch of Sing it or wing it was across the street, and Fathom may have still been there. I don't believe I don't know what that is. Yeah, that was like a I don't I don't know what I never went, but it always seemed like a place where you could get date raped if you were looking into that sort of thing. Oh, all right, keep that in mind. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's gone now. Yeah, it's definitely gone. <laughs> I, think, I think that place is. I think gone. it was a Nestle cookie store, and now it is. Uh, May just be Sing It or Wing It or Tzatziki's or, or Ooh, the Johnson I love Group. I also it may love be the Johnson Tzatziki's. Group, actually. Their office down there. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that was. Did you move back, though, when. I assume uh, when you had. Or not move back, but when you moved down here, Jared, Big Chill was still down there, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, was, so, I was here when they moved to the North Shore. Yeah. So, yeah, back then, that was, like, where you went out drinking was that little strip little right strip, there where yeah, Panera Bread is blocks. on Market Street. And, yeah, from, like, Hair of the Dog and Chili's and <laughs> Applebee's and uh, you'd hit Taco Mac. Taco Mac was, at the time, it was one of the best places down there because it was, it, it, it it's not a big chain, like, no. Like Applebee's yeah, or it's, Chili's. It's or, got more uh, character. Noodles and Company, which which didn't last very long, or you know any of those other places that just cycle right through. Um, Smoothie King, also coming. Is that still down there? I believe so. I haven't been down there in a while. I thought Smoothie King was in like a, like the sports barn or that Erlanger Health it's building. Like, yes, it's on the Market Street side, but it's like right next to it. Yeah. I don't think it's still there. I don't think Smoothie King exists anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't, I I have no idea. Ever since I stopped working downtown, I haven't really been down there. It may still be there, but I don't know. Yeah, I think it's over there. It's off Broad, like over by Riverfront, Riverview. Oh, maybe it moved. Yeah, maybe it moved, yeah. Okay. I feel like I've seen that red sign before. I should know. I work two blocks from there. <laughs> yeah, right. You're clearly not lining up to get smoothies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was never a huge fan of the Smoothie King. I'd okay. go there sometimes, but like, eh, it's just it's a smoothie and it's like eight bucks. And I'm like, what? Why? I don't need this. Yeah. No, downtown's changed a shit ton, though. And, well, speaking of changing, you know, back to Taco Mac for a minute. I, when that was the strip to hang out, I... I didn't frequent Taco Mac, but it was like one of the only places in town with a decent beer menu, mm-hmm. and they had a beer list you could work on. And I don't even remember what the yep. little treat was you got if you all sorts up the of list. stuff. They had but, a great rewards thing, yeah. and I am, as far as I know, to this day, only like three or four beers away from getting like a sweet hoodie, okay, or something. I just haven't been back down there. Yeah. Well, it, I got a t-shirt. Uh, I got like another thing. Like, when I was down there, it had kind of a. Uh, like a dusty pub atmosphere, kind of like barley or something. Had that sort of vibe. And then new beer places opened over the years, and I popped back in there uh, maybe a year ago. 
I was going in there to hang out posters for the comedy tour. Okay. Popped in there. That place looked entirely different. It may look entirely different now for all I know. But, yeah, it looked more like a, I don't know, like a Quiznos or something. Like, it was not dusty pub atmosphere at all. Well, I know yeah. a, a couple years back, they sort of assimilated the area next to them. Yeah, they and got that and then just changed the their vibe entirely. Yeah, I yeah. haven't really been back since they did that. I did a couple, I went a couple times and I was like, yeah, they have the cool booths that are like a circle and the table, like you grab the table and the whole booth spins around it. It's kind of neat. There's what? like three of those lined up. What? Like a lazy Susan? They have these? They do. They have that last time I was there a couple years ago. They was have this like when it looked like dusty pub atmosphere? This was after they took over the other half. Okay, <clears throat> that's when I think the uh, dusty pub atmosphere went away. Hmm. And if they still have those, my opinion may have just entirely changed on their atmosphere change. Yeah, okay. it may have centered, and that was the linchpin of the entire atmosphere change was getting the spinny tables. I think so. And I'm kind of on board with it. They're pretty neat. I like them a lot. It's like if this was round and it was like a, it's like a C shape and the, this bit of the C has a back on it and then you have a non-backed part where you can get in and out and you grab the table and you just spin, the table stays where it is and the whole bench rotates around it. So whoever needs to get out can just spin and hop out. Now, how many people can you fit in this round booth? Like six to eight people. Okay, six to eight people, five horsepower to each person. <laughs> how fast can we get 40, this wheel going? 40, okay, so uh, how, how yeah. fast can 40 horsepower get you? 30 to, 30 to 40 horsepower. I mean, that's a lawnmower, man. It's two horses. That's a lawnmower. That's a that's that actually a No, that's, like a, that's like a really powerful lawnmower, actually. A lawnmower is like... 15 horsepower or something. I think mine's like 40. Yeah, oh, that's like what we're talking about. Sick. So, yeah. So, yeah, I could power my lawnmower with the, the number of it just spinning a table around. All right. Yeah, if you think in like, like Ben-Hur terms when you have like gladiatorial... Yeah, we're looking like at 13 to 30 horsepower. Races. So, you're looking at a really beefed up lawnmower cool. as far as spinning that around. I just think of those teacups... That's yes. exactly what I'm thinking. You know, when yeah. you're a little yeah. kid. That's exactly what yeah. it is. <laughs> Could be dangerous. I love Could old, be fun. old yeah. playground equipment like the, what was that called? Where it just spins. It's got like the crossbar in the middle and it's just a wheel that spins and you yeah. hold on for dear sweet life. Yeah. That was my favorite though, is get on I there you that. get it spinning as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. And you are literally clutching for dear life. To not just spin off into oblivion. And then you just hop off, lay on the ground, and try not to throw up. Yeah. I never got sick, but I was scared of, like, get, getting flung off. And you know the sound, too, hitting that hollow metal of, like, playground equipment, that <laughs> bing. Yep. That being my head on the side of something. Like, bing. Yeah. I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Try another beer? Yeah, I'll try. I wanted to, uh, now that I got what I wanted... Very much with uh, that brewski there. I wanted to go back to the Southern Grist and give it another shot. Okay, go for it. I want to try this. Because the brown, I'm pretty sure it's a brown, and I'm not super into browns generally. I'm going to add this to my, I have a, uh, a drawer of koozies in my kitchen. Yeah, I got a ton. Oh, Give them to your friends. Hell yeah, Will. Hell yeah. Okay, I do... <laughs> You get a koozie. <laughs> everybody gets a koozie. 
We have a, uh, a koozie caddy over over there, actually. Oh, yeah. I think I know it's here oh, somewhere. this is... It's solid. It's like a nice... It kind of looks like you have a koozie, koozie in there already. I may. I, I may. think you do. I spot the stripes. <laughs> I think... I posted a picture from something. I think it was Raylan Hops or... God, even thinking of having a beer festival is... Like, oh, my God. I'm going yeah. to my first, quote-unquote, beer festival. It's more of just a tasting. It's bourbon yeah. and brews in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Mm. That's that later good. this month. I'm very excited just because it's my first beer fest to be back yeah. at. So. Nice. I would be excited about that, but it would freak me out a I know. little bit. It's limited to 100 people. Yeah. And I think it was before at 800. How do you even do that with the masks and whatnot? I'm just know. like, we're rolling the dice on 100 people? or Because... I almost wouldn't want to, even if they were like, nah, 100 people, if you wear your mask, you're good. But having to walk around in a beer festival and have to worry about your mask and the beer, and yeah. that would be really irritating. Well, it's Bowling Green, so yeah. they're a bit more lax. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I don't know. It's, I was thinking the other day how it's weird how all this coronavirus shit has affected the way I think. Like, it's, it's gotten in there on a subconscious level where I don't even realize, like, where I'll see somebody. I've been watching a lot of Psych recently. I got oh, into that shit. show through coronavirus. Oh, I'd never shit. watched it before, been watching it. The show, uh, where I'm at right now, it was on the air in, like, 2009, so it was filmed probably in 2008. And there's not anything like that. So it's really weird to watch people just, like, coughing. And it's like, I have a... And I'm sure you all as well have a visceral reaction to someone coughing. It's like, who's coughing? Mm -hmm. Do they look healthy? <laughs> Was that just a cough? Or do they have, you know. They got the flop sweats while they're coughing? Yeah. Or like, and because uh, I don't know about y'all, if I see like one of us cough, like just a, <laughs> that's okay. Probably okay. But if I see some guy that's hunched over and just like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um. Like, that's deathbed territory. I'm not looking at that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, just watching old shows or things like that or even watching... It's almost made it where, like, you can't enjoy old shit as much because it's not up with the quote-unquote times. Well, 100%. Because they're so different. I was watching something, and they were just having a get-together, and everybody was hugging. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> These fuckers are hugging. And it bothers you. <laughs> yeah. It gives you, like, a weird survival instinct. Yeah, you're like, anxiety. why are they doing that? They shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, what are they... <sighs> then I got hug envy. Yeah. Oh, the damn hug envy. I'm still reeling over my... Uh, and I'm going to blast him again. Blast him? Just <laughs> right across the bow. Um, what was it? Mike's hole in the wall. Mm. Mm -hmm. I went down there a couple weeks ago, and if uh, for people that listened to the last episode, you're hearing this again. I'm sorry, but I'll shorten it. But fuck them. Um, yeah, I went down there. I had a friend just moved to town, and so kind of my top of my priority list. I was like, I want to hang out with my friend that just moved to town. He was like, Hey, I'm with some some other people, and they're from out of town, and they're in for this weekend. And they used to go to Mike's Hole in the Wall. It used to be literally a hole in the wall across the street. And there was a hole in the wall you could throw your cans into. And uh, I don't know. I don't think the new one has it. But, yeah, it was across the street, this tiny little spot. Like the size of my living room. And they moved across the street into this giant warehouse of a spot they've got now. 
I've not been there since they moved. And uh, no, I think we went one night. Me, you, and Tommy, like a year ago or something. No, we went to Mike's Tavern. I think no, we went. We went to hold. They are. They yeah, are. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah, you're right. Room. You're right. Yeah. I think it was the tavern. Yeah, you're right. We went to the tavern, and um, so yeah, I went down there. It's not known for its crowd, but they've got cheap beer and a nice patio, but it's kind of fratty, and I'm past that point in my life. And I went down there the night, and I've not felt that unsafe this entire pandemic. Like, coming out of that, I was like, I sort of, like, casually isolated myself for a couple days just to see if I started getting symptoms. And I was like, I'm going to be a little chill. And if I start seeing symptoms in a couple days, then I'm going to really go serious on it. But Mm -hmm. I was fine. We did take care. But even their staff walking around without masks. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm talking, there was, I don't know, there was probably 60, 70 people just on the patio, like, watching some football game. Yeah. And it just, it felt super unsafe. Mm-hmm. I've not felt that, like, legitimate weird anxiety this entire time. Because I've been, I've, I've gone out to a couple places, like, I'll go to Barley, but they've been really careful, and it's a really chill spot. But outside of that, I'm not going many places these days. Yeah, I spent the morning in Cleveland, and they mm-hmm. definitely similar. It's just no masks anymore, yeah. and I don't think they yeah. believe in COVID. How are but, things out in Missouri? Because you said you came here in July, right? Yeah, so they were, I mean, they got pretty bad. But I, from what I understand, I think it's kind of tapering off, and it's getting to a better spot. By no means is it back to normal, and I don't think the capacity is even back to 100%, which I know it is here. Um, which I don't agree with, just yeah. to put that in there. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but I believe they're kind of stabilizing. But so we're back at 100% capacity here, but with a mask mandate. With a yes. mask, yeah, until November okay. 22nd. But I assume that's restaurant to restaurant. Like, if a restaurant chooses to be like, no, we're gonna, still going to keep our tables spaced out, they so can. So we had uh, blocked off half our tables. Yeah. We've started using when we need to. Um, like the the in between booths that we had blocked off because there's still like sort of mm-hmm. a divider there, um, but I mean like we've split up the tables that we've put apart and we're still trying to keep like at the very least like diagonal from each and other. And some plexiglass between them. We yeah. did that at the bar so we could reopen our bar top because we have our taps right at the bar, mm-hmm. so we couldn't have people sitting at the bar because the taps are right there. So we we did drop plexiglass down mm-hmm. there, but it's a whole thing and like. I mean, it gets pricey, especially you have to do yeah, it between it really does. each of the tables and yeah. all that stuff. And then you got people trying to move around. Mm-hmm. and it, oh, the whole It's been just... interesting throughout this to watch places, like, for a metaphor here, learn to become firemen with it. Is it's like, oh, it's their first day being a fireman. They spray the whole goddamn house relentlessly. <laughs> but now we're at the point of having been experienced firemen in this case. So it's like, no, we really only need to spray this area. Mm-hmm. And then if we block it off here, and it's like where before it was like, no, which Sanitize I'm going to that. I thought, I thought I was calculating who of my friends was going to die. <laughs> like, see, I'm not, it's not a joke. I was seriously being like, ah, they're not. I know they got that heart thing. It's not going to seeing bodies in the streets and shit. I thought it was going to happen. You think you you were thinking that extreme? I really was, yeah. I'm not joking about that. I really thought it was going to get that extreme. 
The whole like bring out your dad. Yeah. Just like up and down yeah. the street. Huh? Yeah. Well, that. No, I back in like <laughs> March. Yeah. When we first went in, we started doing the show remotely. Yeah. I no joke. I thought there was going to be bodies in the street. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, no one. At a point, I was kind of on the same boat. Yeah. When did you start sort of like, hey, I'm going to live my life and just be safe? Well, I guess kind of when I moved. At that point, yeah. I was just so exhausted. I was like, fuck it. It's going to kill me. It's going to kill me. But I mean, with that being said, I've always been a clean person. I always have hand sanitizer. Mm. I always wear my mask. I get tested regularly. Especially in the industry, going out to visit accounts, you know, even safely, you're just always around people mm-hmm. and you can't trust everyone. Yeah. Um, but I tell you, I was really scared at first, especially like April, mm-hmm. yeah. like March, you know, it got, it got weird and I didn't leave the house. So I didn't really know what was going on up there. And then St. Louis got bad. Mm. So. Yeah. It, it didn't get as bad here as I thought it would, but I thought that it was, I don't know, it, it's not like bad timing because no one plans these things, but like the whole, like the protests and the pandemic and all that mm. stuff. And it was just like the perfect storm, especially around here. We had people like, you know, blocking the bridge off and just large groups and everyone, no one knew what was going on with the pandemic, but they were like, we want to support like Black Lives Matter and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so... Oh my God! It was just all this stuff going on. I know. Yeah. And we have a um, an immune compromised eleven year old at home, so we took him out of like the schools shut down. We were doing homeschooling with him. We've I've been teaching him sixth grade this whole year. He's on fall break right now, but oh my Jeez. God! Just the, uh, the online learning is a, a joke. Yeah, I. That's an absolute joke. I don't envy that at all. I yeah, I don't really know, like, what, what is stopping you from just not teaching him? Like, I'm just, I'm not suggesting do this, My, but I'm just wondering what the, uh, like, ramifications, I guess, are, like, because, I don't know, I get impatient with shit like that, and I'd be like, no, fuck this shit, kiddo, I can teach you way more interesting shit than this, let's go to the woods, or, like, we're gonna learn how to build fire today. Oh, and that's and that's fine. And like, I'm gonna like teach you how to build a fire and how to cook a meal over said fire. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can get you can branch out with that. Of like, okay, I need uh, I don't know, this many ounces of cooking oil. You know, you need to figure out how to convert it into that measuring cup. And so you put some math in there and all that sort of stuff. Instead of this, like, sit down. This is a PowerPoint. I need to see your face and that you exist. Because yeah. that's what it seems that like. Is and so what, it is, and what is the ramifications of you just being like, no, fuck this PowerPoint shit. I'm going to teach so, you So this when way. the school year was starting back up, we had the option to send him to school, which we were like, no. Which is good because the first week school started, there were like two or three cases in the school. So we were like, all right, mm-hmm. win there. Great. Um, the second choice, which is what we did, was get the materials, um, like a... Chromebook or whatever, that was a whole other story. It's fucking Chromebook. Do they send but, you that or no, do you have, have to, to buy that? Up. Yeah. Do you, you have, have to, to pay for it? No. No? Okay. <clears throat> um, but they they said they had a limited amount. And so I was like, I have an extra laptop. You can use mine. And they were like, okay, thanks. And then like a couple weeks in, they were like, everybody needs a Chromebook. So this can work. And I was like, the problem isn't with the, the hardware, the software. It's with the 
fucking teachers mm-hmm. that don't know. It's not necessarily their fault because they were like given this like a week before school started, which is terrible. But the fact that some of them haven't gotten better at using the materials over the past six, seven weeks, like that's what pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just cranky because now I have to get up at six every morning and sit in front of a screen for seven hours. But, uh, but it's, that's, that's what we did. We got the materials and everything and he's in class air quotes in front of this, in a zoom meeting with his like classmates and teachers and stuff. And they switch different classes and things and the teachers and they have like, uh, independent study time and and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but and then the third option was straight up homeschool, where it's they'll give us materials and we teach it however we want, and there's no sort of educational support. He can't be part of extracurriculars or anything like that. Yeah. What? So we were like, at least we have the option if he wants to do like tennis or something. He likes tennis. Yeah. Um, and I guess really tennis is pretty distanced. So, but I haven't heard anything about sports. No. So, well, football's back, school? isn't it? Or well, uh, no, you're talking about middle school, sports, school yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they're on fall break right now. And when he gets back from fall break, which I think we were talking about this with with Will or someone at some point, like fall break is ridiculous. Doesn't need to happen. It was this a was a week. On, I mean, they started implementing fall break when I was in week. high school, and it was like two days. It started on Thursday, this past Thursday, and he's off until. Tuesday, next Tuesday. What? Yeah, it's a week and a half. Oh, I thought it was just four to five days. Week and a half of fall break. Oh, evidently, these kids get, like, days. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. And then there's winter break, and there's Thanksgiving break, and there's spring break, and there's summer break, and it's just like, these kids never go to fucking school. Yeah. They... Well, especially now, like, is there yeah. any in-school component where he's around kids? Currently, no. Yeah. Not for him. Yeah. I mean, other kids go into school, but yeah, no, he, even, even contacting the other kids in his class, like it took them weeks and weeks and weeks in order to tell us how to, how he could get in contact with the other kids in class. Wow. He's got like a little correspondence he's been doing with this other girl. This mm. class. He's like, he's in eighth grade or he's in sixth grade. I'll go ahead and try and like Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah. Just like, say yeah. This. Tell her this. So how's he taking it? He seems fine, but every now and then he'll make sort of like an offhand comment about like, oh, I want to hang out with friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He, had, he had a kid next door. They were supposed to go to school together because uh, the kid next door is a year older than him. Right before the school year started, uh, they moved to North Dakota, South Dakota, Dakota. They moved somewhere over there. A Dakota. A Dakota. Um, so now, like... Over the summer, when everyone was in quarantine, like, they were still able to hang out and stuff mm. like that, but now he's got, like, just me. And his mom, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm the one, like, at home during school and stuff, and I'm just like, write it down. <laughs> she told you to pay attention. Why aren't you looking at the screen? I'm just, like, half asleep this whole time. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's a pain. And then, uh, like I was saying, he's coming back after break, and they're going to have all different teachers, which is weird, I guess. I think so they can, like, rotate through the teachers who have the online responsibility or something like that. I don't know. But I'm going to miss two of them, math and English, and I am glad to get rid of 
social studies because she was terrible. She was the worst. Was well, the thing too where it's like, if you're in person, that's fine. That format works. But for doing that shit over video, the format of school does not work. No. Of like, you sit here for eight hours. No, you need to divide that up. Like, they need to have classes, and they go run around in the yard for yeah. they get, 30 minutes. The classes are, like, 50 minutes long, and lunch is 30 minutes long. That's it. Also, why do they have to be there at 7 a.m.? School starts at 7.20. Yeah. And then you have to do attendance for, like, the day, and then each individual class has attendance. Because to me, it's like, yeah, you're learning shit in the class, but you get so much socially from school. It's like, yeah, you're there at seven o'clock getting ready for class, but, but you you're get to hanging out before hang class out. starts. Yeah. You get to talk to people at lunch and all yeah. that, but no, nope, none of that. But being on that schedule otherwise seems very pointless to me. A lot of times it's like um, independent study or you're supposed to do IXL, which is this website and you answer questions on there. Or there's something called iReady for math and English. And it's like little interactive videos and you answer questions on there. But he's able to blow through them pretty quick. So he's like, can I just take a nap? I was like, yes, we can both take a nap. Yes. You got a, you got a hundred on your eye ready today? Bet. <laughs> like we're both going to go back to bed for 30 minutes. Yeah. Is so. it like, uh, is it like a college online class where if you just don't do the work, you fall behind or is it like regular school where if you miss a day, you're just there the next day and you're like, no, you figured it out. <laughs> If he, well, he hasn't missed a day because I'm a responsible parent, but uh, if he did miss a day, I feel like he would be behind. Mm -hmm. Although a lot of times the first 20 minutes of these 50 minute classes are, hey, make sure you do your attendance. Hey, uh, make sure your video is on so I can see you all. Hey, um, all right, make sure you... Do your attendance. All right, uh, make sure that everyone is here. Oh, you're in the wrong class. I don't know why that happens. Six weeks in, like I was saying, there's still kids that show up to the wrong class. I oh, don't no. get it. Even if William was all by himself doing this, which would not work, uh, he would still be able to find his way to the right class. I don't understand how that works. But yeah, it's just the same thing. It's just nothing for the first 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of every class. And then it's, okay, let's review what we did last time for, like, 15, 20 minutes. And then it's, like, 10 minutes of actual learning. Mm. It's pointless. Mm -hmm. And it's terrible. And I hate it. No, imagine um, being, like, an 11th, especially 12th grader, having to deal well, with this this year. At the end of year, high school. You wouldn't give a shit. I definitely would not give a, a shit. A shit. You'd log on over here, and you'd be playing Xbox over here. That's or exactly whatever. What, yep. Like... You would not give a shit. Mm -hmm. But then and especially with the social aspect on that, mm -hmm. it's like, especially being a 12th grader and having to do online classes, like, yeah. what's the point? Let me enter the world. Just give me my paper and let me yeah. enter the world. <laughs> oh, college is more of this shit? Yeah, let me go find a trade. Right, yeah, I'll learn how to I'm, fix cars. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to learn how to weld. And, and I'm going to build ships. Those interactions and things are one of the reasons I've been sort of lax on letting him play video games. He's, mm -hmm. He loves video games. I have his birthday present That's a this good year. point, yeah. His birthday is on the, the 19th, uh, so the last day of, of fall break. And I 
went on Xbox Live and let him design his own controller. Oh, so he picked wow. out the colors, and I, I let him put his engraving on there, a few characters, and so that's that'll be here for his birthday. But that's nice. I'm, I'm like encouraging him to go and do his online gaming stuff because he's got friends that he plays with. They live in like Texas or that's whatever. That's good, though. He's never like, met him in person. Yeah. He doesn't know what they look like, but, you know, he's still talking to people and getting that interaction, so... I think that's good. No, that is good. Yeah. Plus, he pays for screen time with his allowance money in a beautiful system I've concocted. <laughs> Very pleased with it. <laughs> Do chores to earn money. Money can buy you things or it can buy you screen time so you can play and stuff. Yeah. Pretty pleased. Yeah. It's been working out pretty well. He's like, oh, damn, I need an extra, I need an extra hour of screen time. <laughs> Are there any chores I can do? Can I take out the trash? I'm like, you just took it out yesterday, man. It's not even full yet. Can I empty the dishwasher, please? Let me work. Please! <laughs> you have no idea. It's hilarious. Like, I can run the dishwasher, but it's not going to be ready for you to empty in another couple hours. Let me help oh, you. Can I, can, please. I get, can I get the money now? I swear I'll do it. Uh... Well, uh, yeah, let's crank up another one of these brewski beers here. Want some of this? And I guess citrus. Uh, yeah, let's do citrus. Yeah. I like this. This one. This is the one you said is your favorite. Right? Yeah. yeah, this like one this intrigued one me. It's almost like a seltzer, but it's got more flavor than a seltzer does. Sure. And it hangs around for a bit. I like it. It just tastes fresh. Like if you just take a lemon and just squeeze it in, mm -hmm. it's perfect for the summer. We took these out kayaking, canoeing, on the boat. Mm. Yeah. This would be good out on the kayak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Super crisp and refreshing. Mm -hmm. It does. It has that like Mountain Dew, Mellow Yellow, one of those guys like just on the back end there. Infused with... and. Uh, I'm going to start that over here. Infused with our celebrated ski, our reinvented American ale is the perfect blend of orange, lemon, and lime. Try it with your favorite citrus fruit wedge for a refreshing kick. I can get behind this one. Mm -hmm. Pale ale is pretty good. And I haven't tried this Pilsner yet. I'll have to get in on that. I liked how refreshing both of them have been so far. Yeah. Yeah. But back to Corona for a minute. I was thinking about this earlier today is if you had a friend or family member that in January fell into a coma and just woke up. Oh, God. What are you? How are you explaining? I'm, just. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> anything okay. shitty that could happen has happened. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, pretty much. We've been making a list over here. Yeah. Do you have it? Do you have it in the notebook still or somewhere? No, I've got it. We I've got to make a new list though. I ran out of room on this list. Yeah, like the <laughs> dust tornado. We got the killer bees, the corona. The We've got tornadoes. Yeah. Um, and that was Nashville, and then down here, mm -hmm. coronavirus, UFOs were disclosed, George Floyd, mm -hmm. uh, and then civil rights protests the world over. Yeah. Murder hornets, um, weird uh, beta test for uh, was the monthly income. 
what do they call it? UBI, Universal Basic Income. Oh, yeah. Um, not only did they disclose UFOs, but they disclosed or disclosed aliens. Mm-hmm. Got them. The African dust cloud. The Lebanese Lebanese port explosion. Yeah. There's oh a coin God, shortage. Insane. Yeah, the coin shortage. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther dying. Mm-hmm. RBG dying. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like shit's happened since. You forgot the first thing to kick it off was the Australian wildfires. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Good one. Mm-hmm. My dad's <laughs> an Aussie. Ah. Oh, and then I guess California wildfires but that's really every year yeah but this one was even more extreme and even more bizarre yeah and then you got people who like can't get into shelters because of the coronavirus and all that mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. yeah everything just compounds didn't, yeah, I didn't feel like uh, we're missing some but regis philbin died didn't he i'm pretty sure that i happened. think he did yeah. die that kind of fell under the radar because yeah. that he should have died like 10 years ago <laughs> Yeah, nothing, I, nothing little, against morbid, nothing guess. against Regis, but he was old as shit. Like, mm. had a good run. Oh, I don't wish he would have died Regis. ten years ago, but right. it's just like I'm just surprised that he didn't die ten years ago. There was something else recently that happened that I meant to even bring up to you. Oh, what was it? I'll think of it. You guys yeah. are both like waiting. Waiting for me to what say else? something. I have no idea what it was. Yeah, how do you even explain, like, like somebody wakes up from a coma and is like, oh, my God, how long have I been out? You know how I would how I would go about presenting this information to them? When I was in college, there was, what was this? I guess this was my last year of college, 2008. And my one of my media professors showed us a video uh, from... Uh, Jib jab. Do you guys remember jib jab? It's like no. What uh, is jib jab? It was like a like a make your own video service online. It was like little dancing. Like they looked almost like paper cutouts, and their heads were like the Canadians in South. Oh Park, yeah, and, and you like, would rah, send rah, it around like an email. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So somebody made a jib jab video that was about 2007. And it was to the tune of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. <laughs> and it was like, in 2007, blah, 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 blah. And it went through the whole song and was like, this happened, this happened, this thing also happened, and then this happened, this thing, and this thing, and this thing, and this thing, and this thing. And it went through the, I, that's how I would present what's happened this year to sure. someone who's been in a coma all year. We need a jib jab for this year. Yeah. yeah. You know what you forgot was Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah. Don't forget Tiger about Tiger King. King. I still haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? I mean, you Don't. you know the <laughs> shit by this point. You know the shit, yeah. I mean, it's garbage, but... It was something to do when you, for real, could not leave your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I have Animal Crossing. That yeah, this was like Animal right Crossing gone very bad. Yeah. That's why one, every That's single one remember. of those people has come down, and it's come out that they're fucking sociopaths. Mm-hmm. In oh, yeah, some of form of another, or some form or another. Is uh, Doc Antle, that guy, he was, I can't remember where his tiger farm was at or his zoo or whatever it was. He had like a cult going, but he got, he's gotten in trouble recently, like in the past week or two for illegal animal trafficking. That's not surprising at all. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of just assumed that. Yeah. And then what's her face? That bitch. 
Carol Baskin. Yeah, Carol Baskin's that bitch uh, murdered her husband, and then the Tiger King himself is in jail. Well, isn't Carol Baskin on Dancing with the Stars now? Is that true? Oh my God! Is this the? I I, like I heard that, like and like that. that just pisses me off because now we're idolizing her in a different way. Yeah. Which. Yeah, she's on Dancing with the Stars. Leave it to America. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, Canadian, not, so I can say not that. Not going Ooh, to be, right, okay. but like she is actively on Dancing with the Stars. Like that is airing right now. Yeah. Jesus. Which also blows my mind because all that shit was still this year. Like it feels like two years yeah. ago. Yeah. Like, hey, remember when? Yeah, bro. That was like six yeah. months ago. Yeah. Well, that's like... Uh, Recently, I've I've launched a side podcast along with this where I talk about like news and pol- like politics stuff. So I can mainly keep it out of this. Um, but last week when we recorded, it was like we were like tallying up the shit from that week that we needed to talk about, and it was like, wait, this was all one week? Yeah. Like holy shit! And it wasn't even that we were trying to talk about a lot of different stuff. It would just happen to be. It's like fuck, we're gonna be. This episode will be out of date if we don't touch on these things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what the fuck? One week. Yeah, this <laughs> this year has felt like like three years. Yeah, I mean... Like, I look back yeah. on February and March, and I'm like, I Britney spears my head. <laughs> you just... Back in April, I had long hair. I cut yeah. off 13 inches, oh, and I was like, ah! 13 inches? 13 inches. Wow. Yeah, and... uh yeah, had had a friend shave it on our porch with dog shears. I was scared to go in people's houses at the start of this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. I've cut my hair. This is the third time. I just did it last Thursday with craft scissors. Mm. Nice. Who gives a shit? Yeah. That's yeah. so what I was telling you before. I've, I've been changing up my facial hair, as mm-hmm. I'm sure all the people listening mm-hmm. know by now. Um, but I haven't actually had a haircut since before this started. Really? Yeah. Okay. I need one. I could definitely go for a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got craft scissors. Yeah, right. Let's make it happen. Nah, it's been a weird time, but mm-hmm. something I wanted to talk about, speaking of weird times, you got to go somewhere to get your information. So I was looking at the local news websites. Oh, no. And uh, they're terrible sources of information, even outside of like biases like Channel 9's Sinclair Broadcasting bullshit. Oh, my God. So I've got all of them up here. So I went to Channel 3, and I was like, I just need the news. I need to, like, know what's happening. My gripe here is why isn't there just, like, sports, politics, current of, or, like, whatever. But you click on news here at the top of Channel 3 WRCB. Their categories are, oh, boy, opioid crisis, <laughs> school patrol, restaurant report card, <laughs> crime stoppers. Eye on health. Thinking out loud. What the tech? Your three cents. And making a difference. What the fuck are these categories? And it's like, just give me, like, local sports. Local politics. Crime stoppers, that one's kind of, okay, give me crime information. And the best place you can get is you just go down and you click on the Tennessee headlines or Georgia headlines. But it's a terrible format for just, like, relaying the news. I wonder how much someone got paid to come up with all those drop-down menu options. Oh, yeah. 
And then you click on the news and it's just an endless scrolling oh, list. Oh, God, it looks like oh, Of news. Terrible. Of like, give me some sort of breakdown. But they have continuing coverage, which you get up at the top with this nice bright red drop down. Like, it doesn't tell you what it's continuing coverage of. Like the world's been destroyed. And it's like, <laughs> alert. So then let's move on over to channel nine. <laughs> So let me refresh it here just so we get the tip top. For the record, Channel 9 looks a little more like Facebook, while Channel 3 looks, yeah. like yeah. I said, a little more like Reddit. Yep, it's got that Facebook vibe. Yeah. And uh, Channel 9 at the top, they're only through categories as news, weather, coronavirus, features, and chime in. We got stink bug season in full swing over here. Great. Yep. So uh, Killer stink bugs. Going down yep. through here, it's a little more... It's still just an endless scrolling list mm -hmm. of news. So you need a category. So let's go at the top and see what kind of categories they got. Local election, the traffic tracker, mm -hmm. tracking terror, uh, inside your world, spotlight on America, beyond okay. the podium, entertainment. So there's one classic category. Election results. Okay. Which I would imagine that would be beyond the podium. Yeah. Uh, Waste Watch, which is just like a live cam of a turd. I don't know. <laughs> uh, before the bell. Pro in the bathroom. Sore. America this week. What type of sore? Just real quick. Uh, S O A R. Okay, like flying. Got um. It. <laughs> just checking. And then coronavirus, nation and world videos, missing persons. Whoa. Uh, crime map. Who's missing? Area gas prices. Uh, okay. News Channel 9, Skyview, and Healthy Home. Oh, there's more. Yeah, they got, they got Off quite beat, a few. Offbeat, connect, co connect to Congress. Ooh. One of their categories that sounds, that sounds is an Alexa instruction page. <laughs> uh, Armstrong, <laughs> Army Strong. Questions of the day, News Channel 9 Recovery Project, and Full Measure with Cheryl Atkinson, or Atkinson. Cheryl Atkinson. So it's not exactly easy to find what's going on here. Um, it's and a lot of options. Let's go to Channel 12, see what they got going on. So there's is uh, News Channel 12 here, where News Channel 9 looked a little Facebooky. News Channel 12 looks on high alert at all times. It's, yeah. It's like, it looks like a mix between... Not the only are there two hurricanes, but there's also four tornadoes. That's how their website looks here. <laughs> but I do like here on the top bar, they've got uh, news, weather, sports, features, videos, let's chat, TV, contests, about, live stream, half off, whatever that is. Check is that, that like out. deals? I don't know. Maybe they got... Merch. Half off Thursday. Ooh. Oh, it is. It's deals. I guess, uh, yeah, just they've... CeCe's Pizza. Got a list together where you can South get half Side off. Social. Downtown Dough? What's Downtown Dough? They don't have donuts. Looks like a... Okay, a it looks like a dessert candy. shop. Good. Ooh. Okay. Oh, no, this is one of those fucking cookie dough places. <laughs> Oh, they just sell you dough yeah. and you bake it yourself? No, bake me a cookie and give me a treat. $20 cookie dough. Get out of here. Um, but yeah, so News Channel 12 here. It's got the weather and whatnot at the top. Let's go to news. Read their news sections here. 
Uh, let's see. We've got headlines on demand, local news, CBS live video, election results, bonus stories, coronavirus coverage, regional news, national news, world news, health news, technology news, and trending news. I think WDEF has it on this one. Out yeah. Of, out of the three we've looked at I so know. far, I think this is easy. And yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Is well, I've well, never well, watched well. Channel 12 for my local news. I usually go to Channel 3 because Channel 9 is fucking Sinclair and yeah. fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. But uh, I usually go with Channel 3, but it looks like News Channel 12's got it here. Yeah, it's the least abrasive. It is. Fucking. Well said. Literally. Like. Get this Channel 9 bullshit yeah. out here. News I channel nine. Who's missing? Yeah, yeah, right. Who's missing? Missing people. <laughs> Persons. See, and this What's is see, it doesn't even tell us. It's just stories. Mm. What's the difference between? Give me a goddamn face list here. Yeah, need like, milk carton. I've seen yeah. that person. You know, if they're missing, that would be helpful. Did they ever put kids on milk cartons? Or was that just... I mean, I guess they had was, to for it to, be, to become a thing. It was a for a while, I think. Yeah. But now you've got them, like, like at Walmart or mm-hmm. whatever. They, like, post them on the wall by the bathrooms. <laughs> I think is where, is, think is where I saw missing They should put them above the urinals. Oh, my God. Have for you real, because you, you would look, and that face would become really familiar to you. That's And weird. then you would... Event- it is weird, but you would stand there for however long it takes you to piss... That face would become really familiar, and that thing you do, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be any more helpful because you, all you're going to do is later on be like, I fucking know that kid from somewhere. I don't know where, but I fucking know that kid. Mm. It's not going to click necessarily like, ah, oh, that kid's stolen. Right. I know because well, I, I saw pissed. saw a picture of that kid while I was peeing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird connotation, yeah. I think. Looking at someone's Maybe. face, like staring someone's picture bad in the taste. face. It's bad taste. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Even though it wouldn't be helpful. In theory. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between people and persons? Maybe missing people is like a group and missing persons are individuals. Yeah. Yeah, but they'd still be missing people. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just some things I think about. Not always, just now. But. Mm. I always think it's like, and I know the majority of missing persons and people are people that actually are kidnapped and terrible things probably happening to them. Mm-hmm. But I know there's a fraction of, of people that are quote-unquote missing, but they're just like, no, I just fucking left. <laughs> Especially after this it. year. Yeah. I don't, don't blame them. No, they call me Ricky now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Charles is missing. Ricky is I here. don't want to be found. Those people. For no reason other than just like, I had to get out. My mother was driving me insane. So they just left. Yeah. Speaking of uh, people thinking people are missing or dead, I was watching The Clone Wars last night, Mm. the series, like midway through season four, and Obi-Wan faked his own death. Did he? Yeah. Although it wasn't like it worked on Anakin, right? But it didn't work on me because I've seen the movies and I know Obi-Wan is okay. But it's like three or four episode arc where he's like undercover and they like do facial reconstructive surgery and stuff like that. I was planning on faking my own death. Try it out. Some point in the future. Try it out. Why not? 
<laughs> Why not? There see what was uh, show up to your own funeral. See what's going. There were some guys a couple years back that faked their own deaths as like a practical joke, and then like popped out of the casket at the funeral. No. And they ended up killing someone with what? a heart attack, or someone had a heart attack due to this. Whoa. And uh, they were charged with the murder. Whoa. Yeah. That is deep. That is deep. <laughs> Which on them, that's a pretty fucked up thing to do to your family. Yeah. And then you kill grandma or your aunt or whoever it is. Like, Yeah, the whole thing is it's pretty messed up there. Yeah. So. Have you guys been... I know you've been watching a couple things. What what kind of... You watch, you watch TV or shows or... You know, I'm not or... a huge television person. Um, I... Read a lot of books, and I like a mm. lot of psychological thrillers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I recently just finished A Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay. Okay. So if you like fucked up stuff. I do, no, I like, do like fucked, fucked up, up shit, stuff. but yeah. I don't read that. Yeah. And then, I mean, for television, it's just like shit's creek. Mm-hmm. I try to keep it light. I either yeah. read <laughs> dark things and then, you know, watch lighter things. Mm-hmm. All right. Balance. I've heard good things about, like, really good things about Schitt's Creek lately. Yeah. But I've never watched it. Netflix always recommends it to me, and I've just never... I think Schitt's Creek is one of those shows that's really taken off in quarantine. Yeah. Because people are all stuck at home, and it's we've seen a snowball effect of people being like, you should watch Schitt's Creek. Mm -hmm. You should watch Schitt's Creek. You should watch Schitt's... You know? Yeah. Because that's... Even my parents got on that train. They'd never heard of it at the start of this quarantine stuff, and now they're ankles deep, and they love it. Yeah. yeah, check it out. It's like won awards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've been watching. I finished up season two of The Boys, which is fantastic. Mm. Amazon original, mm. uh, based on a graphic novel. <clears throat> and then I am caught up, aside from yesterday's episode, with Fargo season four, which is so good. See, oh. I haven't watched any of this. Have you seen the movie? The movie came out in like '96. Yes, of course. It's with classic. Steve Buscemi, yeah. Yeah. So there's a series, and it, it doesn't come out every year. It's maybe every, every couple of years they'll have a new season. But they're in season four right now. But it's the same deal. It's a backwoods town, and there's like a, a murder or a string of grisly murders, and someone's investigating, and it's a dark comedy, and they speak all strange. Strange. Not strange, but... Northern. Northern, <laughs> yeah. They, it, it's, it's a little different than you would normally see in anything. Really, um, but they yeah. They, instead of being like previously on Fargo, they'll say erstwhile on Fargo, and it's like <laughs> the same thing, but it's just like a weird textual difference. And yeah, the whole show is like that. And this season has Chris Rock and Jason. Sh- I love the first two seasons. Oh, I love them. Yeah, they're great. I first love two the seasons fir- are good. Third I, season. The third great. season it was good, but I mean I like Ewan McGregor, but uh. Yeah, I, had, I hadn't even really paid attention to the fourth one's marketing or anything. It's good. Oh, it's good. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. It takes place. I'll take your word. Yeah, it takes place in the fifties, and it's like warring gangs, and uh, Chris Rock and Jason Schw- Jason Schwartzman. It's twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like the heads of rival gangs and stuff, and it's it's this whole thing that's going on. And there's this crazy lady, and she's like. Kevorkian putting people out of their misery in hospitals and stuff like that. And oh my God, it's, it's so good. So I've just, I've still been watching so Psych because I'm kind of Psych on awesome. your train of like escapism. Mm-hmm. Like the world's so dark right now. 
It's like escapism. And I've never watched Psych up until this. I don't know why. I've never heard of it. It's, uh, I guess that's kind of where I was. Like, I remember seeing previews for it and like, I don't know, when I was in college, but I never paid attention to the show. But it's a comedy show. And this guy is a, he's, he plays that he's a psychic detective, but he's not really a psychic. He's just, he's a mentalist, I guess is what you would call he's it. He's got like, like a super attention to details because his dad was yeah. a cop and taught him how to like focus on things. And stuff. Okay. But the show itself, it's funny and it follows like, God, this fucking fruit fly. <laughs> They've taken over my house as well. Yeah. I thought you were dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get me some me. more carnivorous plants. Don't know. Uh, but yeah, so it hits a bunch of notes for me. Like it's kind of got a vibe of Ace Ventura where it's just like a guy that's really out there and kind of doesn't give a fuck, but he's really good at what he does. And then it's got some aspects of like lethal weapon or like just a good buddy cop show. Mm -hmm. It's got some aspects of that. Uh, the characters are pretty solid. It's got a good detective. It's Sherlock Holmes and Watson at the end of the day. That's the yeah. foil you get there character-wise. But, yeah, it's just a real easy show, and you get a nice murder mystery you get to go along for the ride with and try to solve. And, I do like those. Yeah. It is out around the same time as, like, Monk, if you ever watch yeah. Monk. Okay, because that's what I was kind of making a comparison there between those two. And yeah. the way I remember Monk and Psych advertised where they were basically the same show. I never Pretty watched much. either of them, but they seemed like the same show. You've never seen Monk? No. That's that's really good. Tony Shalhoub does a great job. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he's like O C D and but he's a crime scene investigator, detective and stuff like that. But the cool thing about Monk is that they show you the crime at the beginning of the episode. And so as you're meeting the characters, you're like, Oh, that's the yeah. silhouette I fucking saw in the first three minutes. But he's gotta figure out like what happened and how it worked and all that stuff. Yeah. And at the end he's like let me tell you how it went down. Okay. That kind of thing. And then it like flashes black, flash, it flashes back in black and white. I'm having issues today. Yeah. yeah but yeah, it's fun. Hmm. It's cool. That was kind of the heyday, that area, like 2007 to nine mm -hmm. of those, uh, I don't know what you call it, but like episode to episode, like monster of the week sort of. Yeah. You don't really get that much anymore. Yeah. Not so much. No. Cause there's a bunch of shows out, but none of them really follow that. And, that's because people like the the whole like streaming model where like you have the whole season and you can just binge mm -hmm. one episode into the other, so it makes sense to have sort of a an ongoing story. It's a big movie, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I don't know why you need those. You could just pull up the news. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That is very go. true. It's all in front of you. But uh, with categories like instructions for Alexa, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm actually curious what that is. Is it, I wonder if it's, yeah, like linking news. Yeah, is it like how to link up their news on Alexa? The Alexa instruction page category from News Channel 9. Maybe it's a bunch of murders that have been linked to Alexa. Ooh. Oh, yeah, it's how to set up your Alexa with News Channel 9. That's great that you all they, provide that, and thank you. Me, but it's not a news category. They tell me how to do that on the radio in three seconds. Yep. Hey, Alexa, activate News Channel 9 or whatever. But it is stink bug season, and it's in full swing. One of my servers got a stink bug in her mask mm. while she was in the middle of talking to a table. Mm. And she was like, I have to go, and just <laughs> ran off. <laughs> Said it was the worst thing that's ever yeah. happened. 
I get them in here occasionally during this time of year. I don't yeah. know how, yeah. They don't do anything. I just toss them in the trash and that's it. I'm just like. Eh. I have three cats, so we don't get too many bugs. Nice. I just have one fat one and yeah, she doesn't yeah. do shit. That is a chunker. She's a, yeah, in a little bit. She's got some power. Yeah. Yeah. How many horsepowers? Mm. Ooh, good question. Yeah, that is How a good much question. horsepower does a cat have? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious. I mean, she's got to be like two hands. Two hands or half two, a horse? Two hands. Yeah. It's about daisy-sized. Okay, here's the important questions we're trying to get to. Let's see. If a horse has one horsepower, how many horsepower does a cat have? Um, Thanks, Reddit. 196th of a horsepower is the top post on Reddit here. Okay. This guy seems to be getting to it. It says, I have access to one cat. Horsepower equals force in pounds times velocity feet for feet per minute. Oh, okay. Uh, my domestic short hair... <laughs> named <in> Gordon <laughs> was my test subject. He had a force that I measured at 10 pounds and a velocity that I measured at 34.5 feet in one minute. So at 10 times 34.5 equals 345 uh, some numbers. Uh, let's see. Which when expressed as a fraction is close to one ninety-six. So one ninety-six horsepower in one domestic cat. So like one almost one percent. But I like this other question I saw on Google. How many cats does it take to equal one horsepower? Ooh, that is a good one. I guess ninety-six. Oh, I guess the one ninety-sixth was pretty close because this is saying about a hundred cats. Yeah. Would be one horsepower. Imagine trying to get 100 cats all saddled up in some little stirrups. First of all, getting them in some little, like, stirrups and attached to a wagon is a feat in and of itself, but getting them to all go... In the same direction. In the same direction. Like a fucked up Iditarod. Just like... The whole time, it'd be... And so when you passed people... I'm here for it. For you to be able to accomplish that sort of speed, though... You would have to have so many goddamn cats hooked up to that wagon. Like, we're talking thou- a thousand cats. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. For ten cats horsepower. Like, yeah. Yeah. For ten horsepower, which is not even one horse. <laughs> and maybe, like, two miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all you would hear. <laughs> anyway. That would be, that would be something. Well, which uh, what was the third brewski beer? Here, I've got... You, uh, the Pilsner. No, you got Pilsner first. I haven't tried. Was there I two haven't. or were there three? There's three. Okay. So you're missing this guy. Okay. It's oh, yeah, the, pale the American Pale Ale. Oh, this yeah. is the one I wanted to try first, but you took it, so... Yeah, so that's the hop forward one. Let's see. Treat your taste buds to a citrusy blend of hops and malt with our golden-bodied pale ale. What do you get when our fruity aroma collides with a slight bitter profile? Pure awesomeness. Yeah, you read this. I just went ahead and leaned into it. Okay. So what do you think of Chattanooga so far? Even, I mean, had you visited here before you mm-hmm. moved down? Yeah, I would okay. come almost every month. Okay, so you experienced it pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I was a semi-local at that point. 
Uh, so I'm. it's nice moving somewhere, even though it's all new, you know, at least I mm-hmm. know in general. Like when you said you lived in North Shore, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Anna lives there. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Um, I love it. You know, it, it's, with everything going on this year, sometimes I take a step back and I'm just like, how the hell did I get here? You mm-hmm. know? But overall, I'm glad to be here. The people are great. I mean, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's always tons of things to do. Like, we love being outdoors. So, it's it's a great town. What's your favorite hiking spot? Because I, too, like going outdoors. What, what spots um, do you like? Hiking, really, we just kind of, which I could be wrong, but Suck Creek. So, we kind of yeah. just, like, hike around there and then end up down at the creek. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, one spot, and we have to get to the foot rock, mm-hmm. which is a rock that looks like a foot. Makes, Makes sense. sense. Yeah. Um, so, that's our favorite hiking spot in the summer. But... I'm still kind of learning, really. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just I, picked up kayaking. Dude, same. I bought one maybe back in May. Yeah. Because I was like, ah, Corona. I need something to do to get outside. So I bought a kayak. Yeah. It's fucking hard sometimes. Like yeah. trying to flip, can't do it. See, I'm not doing that. I mm. bought a sea kayak. Mm. So it's long as shit. Okay. But I'm not trying to go in white water. That terrifies me. Sure. I'm not trying to flip that thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to load it up with goodies and go on a quest. Yeah, so we, so my boyfriend has done a lot of kayaking. Mm. And so he had two. So we went out one day and I was like, oh, this is fun. Easy. Got it. Paddling. So, of course, naturally, I want the next level. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you got to learn how to flip. And he took me out there. It was one Sunday morning, seven o'clock, and he's flipping me. And I'm crying and I'm like (laughs) waterlogged to shit. I'm like, I, fuck this. It's traumatizing. It is traumatizing. Because yeah. not only am I strapped in, I have the skirt on, and he's just dunking me. Mm-hmm. And people are out there for their morning fish, and they're like, what the fuck? I'm going to learn, goddammit. You know, I was bawling. Because I was just, oh I had water in every orifice of my face. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, long story short, kayaking's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is fun. I had a friend try to teach me to roll a kayak in a pool, mm. and he did it once. I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to know how to do this. Yeah, so he's... I'll just jump out and swim. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's why Zach sat me down, and he pulls up on YouTube, and he's got me watching people flipping in pools. He's like, see, that makes sense, doesn't it? I'm like, no, it doesn't no. make sense. No, the guy trying to teach me was like... No, man, I know it's going to feel to go this side, but you just go to this side. That makes sense, right? No. Flip it. Yeah. The best anybody can explain to you on how to flip a kayak is you just whip it. Oh, yeah. The terminology. Whip it good. Like, no. Yeah. Does not make sense. Yeah. It's not for me. Sea kayak. I'm going to go straight and to the left and right. And yeah. that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep it off the echoey. Yeah. I'm not trying to go on that. That's Olympic. Which level. that shit is cool. I've not been down the Okoe, actually. <clears throat> I mean, I only stood on the side and watched, but it looks cool. it's pretty neat. I used to do some whitewater rafting when I was in, like, late middle school, I think. It's like a wilderness camp that mm-hmm. I would go to. It's pretty fun. My buddy almost drowned. He fell out. We hit a rock, and he just, bleh, right over the side, and we were trying to get him back up, but he was stuck between the raft and the rock underneath. Mm-mm. And we were like... Oh my god, we'd like push it off and like drag him up on the thing. It was crazy. Damn. Yeah. The seventh yeah. graders trying yeah. trying to save someone's life. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, we were watching the refs come down. It's just ragdolls in there. You just see heads bopping yeah. in and out. Bodies are flying around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm my okay buddy, without uh, that. Yeah. My buddy Justin used to be a ref guide on there. I don't know if he still is. But... A river rat? Well, hopefully, river if rat. he's not, yeah. it's not because he's dead. No, I believe he's fine. Yeah, okay, good. Well, I was probably going to close this down here in a minute. Do you have anything uh, brewski-wise you want to promote before we go out? Yeah, so we actually are toying with some new ideas. Yeah. And we're very excited for the future of brewski. Uh, the biggest thing that we have in the works right now is a shandy. So with that being said, this will be half ski soda and half beer. Mm-hmm. We're still in the process Seems like of, a natural progression. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of like where we went initially with the first batch of brewski. So this one, like I said, we're still formulating this. We are hopefully getting help Mm -hmm. from some guys down in Florida. Um, And that, I think, is definitely going to be very popular, especially in places like Ohio and Indiana, where Mm -hmm. ski soda is crazy. Mm -hmm. And then we're excited Mm -hmm. about that. And then just bigger things, always just kind of keeping the ball rolling, trying to come out with new ideas, new beers. Cool, cool. New stuff. Yeah, Yeah. exciting times. Yeah. We're excited, for sure. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's exciting stuff. Shabruski. Shabruski. I think I I like the pale ale the best. Okay. Yeah. That's the last one you had, right? They were all good, but yeah, the pale ale. I do like that one. I I like pale ales, though. I kind of like this Pilsner, I think. Yeah. It's super crisp. It is. Yeah. It's got like a... there's something else to it though. It's not just like a, I don't know if it's like a sweetness or something, but like the aftertaste, I, I enjoy. Mm. Yeah. Well, other than that, uh, well, is anything going on at Big River? You guys got your Oktoberfest still over there? Going on at Big River. Uh, we're talking about doing outdoor concerts actually mm. coming up soon. Um, hopefully within the next month. Like maybe, in the parking maybe even a couple lot? weeks in the parking lot. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So uh, sitting on the patio, concert in like a couple parking lot spaces. So there's still distancing and mm-hmm. stuff. It's all outside. Um, one of them that we're going to be doing sooner rather than later, I think, is going to be on a Sunday afternoon. Um, Pastor Bill, if any of you listening know who that is, uh, he's pretty prominent pastor in the area. <clears throat> he's in there all the time, and uh, he's going to do uh, some sort of gospel show mm. on, like, Sunday after church thing. That should be pretty cool. We're also trying to get um, really anything we can. We don't have a budget for music right now, like live live performance and, and entertainment and stuff, but we have some of our regulars are in a band, and they're like, we just want to play, and we just want to, like, get people in here, so mm-hmm. set us up in the parking lot, so we're going to get that going, too. Uh, we've always got new beers on draft. We have uh, the Rembrandt's Coffee Stout still, which mm. is amazing. It's Ooh. so good. Yeah, it's like, and it's like 10, 12%, something like that. So it'll, it'll do the work. Um, we have a raspberry wheat that we just tapped. We're getting a peach sour, which I've heard is fantastic. I haven't okay. tried it yet. I think they have it downtown. We should be getting it next week. Um, we got all all the other stuff too. I think we have the Margarita Goza still. Mm-hmm. Um, all sorts of good stuff. Our Oktoberfest. 
fantastic Oktoberfest. Yeah, it is a good Oktoberfest. I meant to bring yeah. some today, but I drank it all. Damn. Mm-hmm. Oops. I'll get more. Damn. I'll have some next week. Okay. Okay. Well, and, uh, oh, yeah. I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I wanted to just mention it to the audience before we head out here. New website design is coming. It's nearly finished and got lots of cool stuff there. Uh, I had a reason for bringing that up, but I don't remember what it is. So, yeah, like I said at the top of the show, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits right there on Manufacturers Road. Merch is on Main. I've got some photography down there. And with the holidays coming up, it's a great place to get some neat little gifts. And then I've got a virtual Oktoberfest going on on October 22nd at the Houston Museum. You can go to the website at brewchat.com, get tickets for that, get information on that. And then I've got a photo show at Barley on November 14th. That's Barley Tap Room there on MLK. There will be some sort of virtual component to that because I understand not everybody wants to get outside. But I think my work's going to be up all weekend, so you can just kind of filter in or out. But I'll be there specifically on the 14th at 7 o'clock. So, uh, yeah. It's been a good time. Thank you, Lisa. For yeah, thank you. Swinging by. It's been fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.